everyone, and welcome back to Commander Kitchen. Here at the kitchen, we discuss flavorful deck builds from the Archive Arcanum, decks built with a topic in mind. This week, we're looking at a holiday recipe for a deck dedicated to the classic novel A Christmas Carol. To hear more on that topic, make sure you tune into the documentary podcast for the deck, whereas here, we're going to dive into how the deck works. As usual, we'll be looking at the flavor and the five ingredients of the deck. Goals, ramp, interaction, draw selection, and the lands. The link to the deck list can be found in the show notes, whereas the episode will focus on the key cards so that you can find cards to make the recipe your own. Now, let's talk flavor. The commander for this deck is Ranar, the Ever Watchful. Ranar is a 2-3 legendary spirit warrior for 2, 1 white, and 1 blue with some very synergistic abilities. Firstly, they have flying and vigilance, which alone makes it a notable board presence. Its other abilities are what really make it shine. First up, the first card you foretell each turn costs zero to foretell. Now, when paired with the next one, you end up with quite the value engine. Whenever you exile one or more cards from your hand and or permanents from the battlefield, create a 1-1 white spirit creature token with flying. There are a few ways one could prepare a Ranar deck, but in our case, we're going to look at two main strategies, exiling cards from our hands and permanents from the battlefield, and creating and pumping up a flying spirit army. In this deck, Ranar represents the most ominous of the ghosts in A Christmas Carol, the ghost of Christmas future. See, having the ability to foretell a card once for free on each of our turns can be a very handy ability, especially when it couples with Ranar's second ability to create a flying spirit token. Being able to see into the future, as well as create an army of unatoned spirits, is why Ranar gets the future ghost title. The other legendary creatures in the deck represent the other ghosts that old Ebenezer meets on his fateful adventure. Rago, King Eternal, is Ghost of Christmas Present, Vega the Watcher is Ghost of Christmas Past, and Millicent, Restless Revenant as Jacob Marley can all be played as a commander if you're looking to switch things up. Though the deck plays best with Ranar at the helm, due to the amount of blink and flicker effects in the deck, Brago comes in a close second. Beyond using the foretell ability, we're also looking to exile permanents from the board either through direct removal or said flicker and blink abilities, and create a spirit army large enough to bring our opponents to their Ebenezers. Sorry, I had to. It's a compulsion, really. Uh, without further ado, let's get to the griddle. Alright everyone, look alive, starting with the goals of the deck, please. There are a few infinite combos in the deck, but the primary win condition will generally be through combat damage in the air. Generating a notable army of flyers is a fairly achievable feat for Ranar, being that he has two abilities that synergize so well. The bulk of our army will be the Wii spirits that Ranar generates. And by Wii, I refer both to their small stature and the gleeful noise they make flying through the air at our opponents' faces. Wee Smack! Being they are joyful yet small, having ways to make them more sizable is a definite asset for us. Cards like Supreme Phantom and Imperium Eagle do a great job at beefing up our ghosts, while Droskull Captain has the added bonus of providing our army and our commander with hexproof. To further aid our spirits in combat, we also have an Angel Maker in Starnheim Unleashed, as well as the whatever-the-best-thing-on-the-board-is maker in Mystic Reflection. A note with Mystic Reflection, too, is that you should never be afraid to use it defensively when someone tries to cast a troublesome creature. Just make it the weakest thing on the board. Top that off with the tribal powerhouse Faces of the Past, and we should have no problem defending ourselves after an Alpha Strike as long as one of our spirits dies. As for the aforementioned infinite combos, they all hinge on the extra turn spell Walk the Aeons. If we have an open line of attack, we can take advantage of it with Brago and Mnemonic Wall to get ourselves extra turns until we lose said lines of attack. Mix it with Archaeomancer and Soul Herder, and boom, 
infinite turns. Mingle it under the mistletoe with Ruin Ghost and Mystic Sanctuary, and you guessed it, infinite turns. Now, notably, Ranar makes a spirit token not just when we foretell a card from our hand, but also whenever we exile any permanent from the board. This will come into play in the interaction section for sure, but flickering and blinking permanents also exiles them, even if it's only temporary. Classic flicker spells like Ephemerate and Ghostly Flicker are included, as well as classic blink spells like Otherworldly Journey. On top of these spells, we also have creatures like Soul Herder and Ruin Ghost, the latter of which can serve as some spell recursion with Mystic Sanctuary. These effects will help us amass our army, but at the same time, they'll provide us protection for our key ingredients, and some reuse for any enter the battlefield effects we might have. Alright, good pace everyone, moving on to ramp now. Now white and blue are not known for their ramping capabilities generally, so here we're going with classic artifact ramp in rocks like Soul Ring and Azorius Signet. On the foretell front we have Cosmos Charger, Stoic Farmer, and Sage of the Beyond. While as a flicker payoff, we've also got that classic lonely boy, Solemn Simulacrum. Don't worry buddy, we'll make you lots of friends for the holidays. Lots of translucent face slappy friends. For flavor, I've also included Smothering Tithe as it's perfect for the feel of Ebenezer at the beginning of the story, though it doesn't necessarily fit the tactics of the deck. Great work, looking now for interaction. Whenever possible, we want our interaction to involve exiling permanents as opposed to destroying them. Lucky for us, we have access to some of the top removal in Magic. Cards like Swords to Plowshares and Path to Exile provide efficient targeted creature removal, while Ravenform and Skyclave Apparition get rid of some other pesky permanent types as well. On the whole ghost flavor front, I wonder what ghosts taste like. I imagine they'd be somewhat savory and cold. Anyhow, on the ghost front, we have cards like Rattle Chains and Hanged Executioner. Rounding out our interaction ingredients, Mass Removal with Farewell and Doomscar are around if we ever need a board reset. Keep in mind that every time we exile one of our opponent's permanents with our interaction, Ranar gives us the added bonus of an additional spirit. Now that is some cold savory value. Alright, let's not fall behind. Next up we have Draw and Selection, please. In Draw and Selection, we see a good number of ETB effects to help us draw cards. With the recent uptick in cantrip creatures available to us, we have numerous options beyond the classic Muldrifter with cards like Spirited Companion and Inspiring Overseer. These, combined with our Flicker and Blink effects, can net us a good number of additional draws. As with Smothering Tithe, I've also included Ristic Study for flavor, but being that it doesn't play into the deck tactics, this could be replaced with an ingredient that more fits our gameplay goals. We also have ways to recur some spells. Flickering Archaeomancer or a Mnemonic Wall allow us to bring back key instants or sorceries for a second serving. These cards play an integral role in the infinite turn loops mentioned earlier. Good work everyone! Last one almost through! Land please! Speaking of potentially infinite turn loops, one of the lands in the deck is Mystic Sanctuary. This, combined with the aforementioned Walk the Aeons and the uh Ruin Ghost, a 44 mentioned? Yeah, that's it, is a major piece of our combo. On the spirit front, we have Moorland Haunt to help with our face slappy army, while on the exile front, we have the pricey but if you have one, City of Shadows. Put these in the pot with classics like Adarkar Waste and Azorius Chancery, and you've got yourself a cold, savory stew. Now, the dish. Though this recipe is in no way the most powerful build for Ranar, it is definitely a fun one to bring to the table. Flyers are always a force to be reckoned with in Commander, though sometimes more so than others, depending on your meta. The infinite combos are not going to come up for you the bulk of games, especially with tutors having been omitted, but they will come up from time to time. 
If you are looking to avoid them, or just looking to power up the recipe, you could easily include more blink and flicker effects or more spirits and spirit payoffs, depending on which way you'd want to lean. On the other hand, if you were more for the infinite wanderings through space and time, perhaps avoiding the eternal damnation your greed has inevitably shackled you to, uh, sorry, uh, then adding more extra turn spells and spell tutors would be the way to go. Either way, Ranar can be a very powerful foe, easily dominating your opponents, leaving them saying, Please, sir, may I have some more? Wait. No, that's not a Christmas carol. Uh, leaving them saying, Bah humbug? Yeah, that's the one. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into Commander Kitchen. And remember, if variety is the spice of life, then try not to stay too salty. I'll see you at the table.